Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, WWE called an audible after an injury on last night's Raw. WWE announces the United States of America versus Vince McMahon the show. There we go. I'm going to tell you what happened after last night's Raw went off the air. And Keith Lee to reveal where he's been for five goddamn months. I'm Ben Roy Turner, and this is Andy Murray, and, I, and I'm just yep. going to say his name, and this is the news, everyone. Andy, come on, let's go, let's have some stories. <laughs> I'm not used to this level of enthusiasm at nine in the morning, man. That's completely thrown me off my game. Let's kick things off by talking about what may have been an unfortunate injury to Natalia on last night's episode of Raw. So there was a match, it was one of these, they did about four of these last night, championship elimination contender thing matches, a bunch of non-title matches stipulating that if the losers won, they would get a title shot. In this case, the losers did not win, it was Dewdrop and Eva Marie versus Natalia and Tamina, uh, presumably a women's tag team title shot on the line. But the champions got the job done thanks to an interference from Lily on the the Tron, which you can probably tell how much I enjoyed that from the tone of my voice. But anyway, uh, there was a spot in the match where Natalia was clearly struggling. She kicked out of a pin attempt from Dewdrop. She got up and they tried to wrestle a little bit, but she was hopping around. She was clearly favoring her leg. And this seemingly, to my eyes at least, and remember, my eyes are corrected by glasses, so they're not very good. Yeah. But to my eyes, it looked like they called an audible there. Uh, the referee was delivering instructions back and forth. Natalia kind of tagged out rather abruptly, like Dewdrop just let her go over the ring. Dewdrop tagged out to get to the intended finish, which was Tamina pinning Eva Marie. So it very much looked like they cut that match short. Now, there's been no word on Natalia's condition, if she's actually injured, how long she might be away for. But you hope for the best in situations like this. She was helped to the back and she couldn't get up on her own. Uh, Tamina and a member of the crew there uh, kind of carrying her pretty much up the ramp afterwards. So it didn't look good on television, but sometimes, you know, you can get a positive, uh, positive diagnosis after things like this. So Obviously, hope Natalia's okay. Uh, but things like this do happen in pro wrestling. It's a sad fact of the job. And we just hope that she isn't off TV for too long, do we, Ben Roy? Yeah, you've got to look at the sort of, I guess, the bright side. At least she was able to get to the back with help. I mean, at least she yeah. wasn't like totally incapacitated in some like horrible way. So all we can do is like pray that it's just like a little niggle or something and then she'll be back like yeah. in a few weeks or so and it's nothing too serious but at the same time you've got like wonder what this whole uh, 
the whole Lily thing is just always baffling. Maybe it just takes everyone off guard because it's just so crap. And but I just hope <laughs> at the same time Natalia is fine. But then I think like, is Lily the worst thing to happen in wrestling? And do I just want to see Lily versus what Moppy at WrestleMania at this point? <laughs> The dream match nobody's talking about. Yeah. Why, why hasn't anyone thought of that before? Yeah, I mean, when this whole Lily deal started, I kind of thought that WWE were probably going to put the tag team titles on Lily in the likes of Bliss, and we may still be heading in that direction. But uh, yeah, all the best to Natalia. Hope it's just a little knock and nothing worse than that. Yes, and from imaginary dolls to things that actually <laughs> happened in real life. Um <laughs> As we say, back in the old days, kids, during the war, like uh, you know, during the the 90s, when a lot of people probably weren't alive that are watching this on YouTube now, uh, Vince McMahon fought the United States of America in a great battle. And um, <laughs> thanks to the power of money, capitalism and lawyers, he won. And yeah, so now Blumhouse are going to be doing a um, television dramatized show based on this, which is weird because I've always associated Blumhouse with simply strep horror so maybe this is like showing the real life horror of how so weird like you know legal systems can be and are these lawyers going to turn into blood sucking vampires at some point i'm not sure <laughs> but this was announced uh, i think earlier in the week by officially by wwe and yeah. the press release was put out but yeah i'm i'm interested to see this and also at the same time i'm interested to see how the wwe version of this gets out because we've all heard over the years things dripping out and it's all been sort of like obviously it's a serious legal case so things have been tied up so i i'm really keen to see how this one comes out even if it's going to have that WWE tint on it what do you think andy yeah i mean like the united states of america versus vince mcmahon a dramatization (laughs) of one of the most controversial periods uh in wwe history i'm i'm dead excited for this because it's going to be complete bollocks, isn't it? Yeah, like, WWE is the company that, you know, on their documentaries, they tell a load of rubbish and rewrite history to suit their narrative. you got Vince McMahon on the Ruthless Aggression documentary saying, I, I decided to change to WWE. It wasn't anything to do with no goddamn pandas. It was me, pal. <laughs> uh, it's going to be complete nonsense. They're going to lie about everything. It's dramatization. It's scripted. It's everything else. And I cannot wait to see what kind of wacky nonsense uh, they come up with. I'm I'm sure it'll be a hoot if nothing else as long as no one takes it for real history i think we'll be okay I wonder, right? it'll be like maybe at the last minute hillbilly jim comes into the courthouse or something <laughs> and vince like hey pal it was him and then he'll that's why we never saw hillbilly jim and the only reason i ever knew he existed is because he appeared on here comes the pain at one point there you go lex luger comes in and puts the the judge in a torture rack that's how the court case ended it's definitely what happened and then they all uh, ate chicken with Hillbilly Jim, uh, <laughs> what, what happened after last night's episode of Raw went off the air? I'm going to tell you, friends. Uh, John Cena wasn't on the show, curiously, despite this being the summer of Cena, but he did appear in a dark match after Raw. It was John Cena and Matt Riddle. They, they were friends last week after the in-ring segment, and they teamed up to face that super successful tag team of Mace (laughs) and (laughs) T-Bar who lost in something like three minutes to Mansoor and Mustafa Ali on Raw. Uh, But they were in the ring. Cena Cena and Riddle, they were doing a bro-off. They were just saying bro in weird voices for a bit. Uh, Thank you very much to Anthony Perkins who sent me a video of that. It's very amusing indeed. Uh, Check the article on the website if you want to check that out. But they had a match, 10 minutes. 
Babyfaces won because of course they did, sent the fans home happy. It went about 10 minutes long according to PW Insider and it finished with Cena uh, coming in, hot tag, doing all his signature spots. I don't know if he did the lightning fist, but if he didn't, you're not giving the people what they want, John. Uh, finished off Mace with the attitude adjustment. So yeah, you send the fans home happy, you know, get John Cena out. Weird to me that he wasn't on TV. It's yeah. John Cena, he's a star. Uh, but here we are. Uh, and another one in the lost column for Mace and T-Bar. I'm just, I would have put him on TV. Maybe Cena didn't make it to the show because it's the summer of Cena. And you know, last time we had the summer of anyone, it was old big old Kevin Nash like giving someone a text. So maybe, <laughs> I don't know, maybe Hamlet spoke to Kevin. Oi mate, go and give him a, slap him a text and we'll sort it out. But like... <laughs> <sighs> T-Bar, what's, it, what's T-Bar doing? Why does he even exist at this point? Why have we not just changed his name back? Uh, funny thing about yeah. the roster page is I didn't realise there's also a T-Bone. So why doesn't T-Bar and T-Bone team up and become the, the big T's? And then, the big T's? I don't know, maybe get a, get a deal with Tetley going and then they'd be, they'd be sorted. But um, I, I, just, I just don't care about these um, little... I don't even know what to say, which is an offensive anyone who was in the... Um, um, I'm going to call them the Rebellion. What are they called? The Retribution. Retribution, right? yeah. Yeah, just t- turn the lights on and off and let's move to the next story to someone more interesting because they all need to just, you know, be repackaged. Uh, I'm sorry, anyone that's stuck in that gimmick. Keith Lee was missing for five months. Where was Keith Lee? Why was was he sleeping? Was he, I don't know, was he taking up arts and crafts? Was he, I don't know, maybe fishing with Braun Strowman because Braun Strowman loves to fish. If you see it, follow him on Instagram. But no, he tweeted um, after. Uh, I think this was after the show. After he got destroyed yeah. by Carrying Cross. Now that now Vince yeah. has realised that Carrying Cross needs to win, not lose. <laughs> to um, like, not a bad superstar, but a very. I don't know. Uh, that's also just stupid. The whole thing last week. But yeah, yeah Keithley yeah, tweeted. Um, I've decided. I'm going to tell you guys my the story myself. Give me a week or two. So I don't know all that. This cryptid message, are we meant to be excited? Do, does Vince know about this or is he too focused on fighting America once more? Uh, do you think this will lead to anything, Andy? Or do you think like something's rumbling in the background? I think something's rumbling in the background because he, you know, he was gone for five, six months. Uh, an undisclosed medical reason uh, was reported towards the start of that, and obviously that's his business. Yeah. And uh, you know, no one pries on that and stuff. And if he wants to wants to talk about it, fair play. Maybe it's something completely different. Who knows? Um, but Keith had kind of he'd kind of teased stuff like this while he was out, and he said, "Hey, I'm trying to think of the best way to talk to you guys and everything else. I'm interested to hear what he has to say. I'm glad he's back on TV and that everything is seemingly okay because that was a Really confusing period. But in the comments section, let us know your 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 best reasons for Keith Lee's out. Don't go into medical stuff, that'd be weird. But like, you know, what was he doing? Arts and crafts, fishing like Ben Roy suggested? Has he just uh, developed a really expensive Warhammer 40,000 hobby? Is he trying to God. finally beat Ornstein and Smo in Dark Souls? Let us know in the comments section below. And uh, if I remember, I'll shout out the best ones on the news tomorrow. Uh, shall we do some Twitter questions? Yeah, let's delve into the the cesspit, which is Twitter, I guess. The abyss. Thank you to everyone who uh, sent through some questions this morning. Loads of them to pick through, but I've grabbed three of them here, as always. First one comes to us from James Wilson. Hopefully not the former Aberdeen striker, James Wilson. He was rubbish. Um, Who asks the following. Sorry, James. Uh, Do you think that if Punk comes back, he should have cult of personality or this fire burns 
or something new to mark a new era in his career. What do you think, Ben? Roy, Tony Khan's not shy of splashing the cash. Cult of personality, hands down. You could just imagine that. And then there he goes. I mean, like this is still my goddamn ringtone. So, you know, this is how much I believe it should be that song. What about you, Andy? Yeah, I'm I'm totally with you. I think cult of personality is the most recognisable uh, and iconic for me in WWE at least. But I'm going to give a little shout out to AFI, Miseria, Cantari, however you pronounce that, the song you used in Ring of Honor. I loved that back in the day, but a lot of people won't know what that is. got to go for Cult of Personality, Can right? I, I mean, also drive in and ask you a question on this. Should Daniel Bryan use Flight of the Valkyries or should he use something new as well? Like, Because he can also just use the old version of Flight of the Valkyries because that's just real yeah. music. Yeah, exactly. It's like 400 years old. Anyone can use that. Yeah, uh, yeah. for me, Daniel uh, Brian Danielson, I want to see Tony Khan open his wallet and get the final countdown uh, for for a one-off because I know the rights for that song are ridiculously complicated. But the Ring of Honor nerd in me would be very happy with that. Otherwise, yeah, just do Flight of the Valkyries. Just do the OG version. We don't need the, you know, the drums and the WWE stuff and all of those things. Uh, but I'm looking forward to both songs. Yeah. I, I'm looking uh, forward to just both of them appearing so I can wet myself yeah absolutely I'm going to do more than wet myself let me tell you brother uh, the next question comes to us from the H stands for no bias in selecting this this question honestly uh, who asks simple one who takes the belts the AEW tag team titles from the Young Bucks there doesn't seem to be a clear path I think my friend that Santana and Ortiz are going to be FTR on this week's episode of Dynamite en route to finally taking the belts from the Bucks in New York City. What do you think, Benway? I would love that, but I'm also bemiffed because didn't they cut down their promo thing by like, it was Santana talking about his family yeah. and all of a sudden it cut to Dax going, grrr, and then it was done. I was like, what? <laughs> and so I'm... That was weird. And, and I'm sort of shocked, like... At this point, you could be anyone. Maybe Penta says he's going to have them, and then all of a sudden, they, we finally get the Young Bucks. Um, the, we finally get the Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros again. I don't know. I would like that though. I like your booking idea yeah. a lot because uh, Proud and Powerful deserve the belts at this point. There are so many tag teams on this show that need the belts at this point. Like not not need them, but I need them to have them. Yeah. Yeah, the, that's the thing. When you got so many tag teams, you can't get to everyone. Yeah. So it's crazy that you have like Proud and Powerful have been there for since day one, uh, and they're still waiting. So but, you know, they'll get belt. to them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Boom, bringing those trios titles for Rampage when that comes. Maybe that'll be Tony Khan's announcement this week. Who knows? Uh, final question comes from Michael Purnell, who asks the following. Good morning, everyone. Do you think that Drew should move to SmackDown and feud with Roman Reigns after SummerSlam? Real simple one. For me, that's that's a definite yes. Drew's done everything on Raw. This Jinder Mahal feud is <laughs> not good, friends. Uh, and he does need to get away from that brand and onto something new. I think that's a good idea. I mean, I I think there's big things for him and uh, Jinder coming because recently WWE have posted, if you look on their YouTube channel, a playlist of all the Punjab prison matches ever. So I can't wait oh. for the, that to lead into Drew versus uh, any one of the Punjab prison matches. You know, sometimes you just bring the Big Show back like they randomly for the Big Show in the one versus the Undertaker. Let's go. But um, yeah, why not give... But at the same time, it's... It's weird because you don't have Drew beat Roman Reigns, I don't think, at this point. I think Roman Reigns is an echelon yeah, above. You yeah. need someone else for that. And it's just basically feeding him to the beast. But at the same time, why not, I guess? It's, uh, anything's better than facing Jinder in a, in a feud about a motorcycle where no one cares about the motorcycle. 
Do you reckon the end of that Punjabi prison match, if they do it, will be uh, the great Kali returning like he did at that random time ginger-faced Randy Orton and stealing Drew's sword or something? Where, where you? Wearing Burberry like he's been doing, hinting to be one of the trials of Jericho as well. So he's going to be like, you're going to see him on Raw and he's going to turn up and down. Oh my God, it's the great Kali. And um, <laughs> it's going to be one of the greatest surprises in wrestling history, I think. I think it's going to be better than Punk and Brian combined anyway. Uh, thank you for joining us on today's wrestling news. Uh, the end finally is, uh, I, I forgot to find one uh, in all honesty. So there isn't one. But we've had a good time, and we'll yeah. see you very soon. You can follow us on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. You can follow Ben Roy on Twitter at... At Ben Roy Turner. Simple. You can follow me at Andy H. Murray. Today, the H stands for Happy Birthday Hangman Page. That guy is four years younger than me. Look at the differences in our in our lives. What? Where did it go? Where did it go wrong for me? Not I don't enough, know. Not anyway, <laughs> not enough whiskey, exactly. Uh, bye. See you later. Have fun. Don't be weird. I'm going to get out of bed. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.